with a classic sound that's hip and profound, artist Rue, a.k.a. Whitney Brown, reimagines old-school R&B with all the sass and swagger of Generation Now. And congratulations, you all have earned a front-row seat for this trip down musical memory lane, complete with a sonic view of what our history has gifted to our future. I am your host, Queen God is encouraging you and you to get ready for another soulful ride on B-Side. Let's go, Brooklyn. Keep it locked. All you gotta do Have a little faith in me All you gotta say Get me out your way It's baby Can you leave All you gotta do Have a little faith in me All you gotta say To get me out your way it's baby, can you leave? Oh, 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 oh,
Maru Brown. And there's so much to talk about because you are through and through a well-rounded artist. Let's begin five years ago, 2012. A really special woman mm -hmm. gave you a really special message. Mm -hmm. And that message was the message that I would say jump-started your career in this way. You were a trained dancer, and then you transitioned into being this all-around musician, vocalist. And that message was use your voice. Tell wow. us about who gave you wow. that message you and how important that person is. And who was she? Okay. Is she? I didn't expect this to start off that yes. heavy. Um, that person was my mom. Yes. Give a round of applause to your mom. Yeah. Wow, yes, my mom um, was a renaissance woman, mm -hmm. as they say. So she did everything from publicity to music to comedy to editing and journalism. And um, one thing that she always told me was, Whitney, you can do so much more, yeah. you know? And I always was like, I'm a dancer, don't bother mm -hmm. me, I'm trying to do my dance thing. And before she passed away, suddenly, mm -hmm. she told me to use my voice. Use voice. And, she, and I took it as a... A passage, you know, just yeah. like, wow, okay, this is the last thing she had to say to me as an advice, a piece of advice. Yeah. Um, so since then, I just picked up my pen. I used my pen to, to get out the, the feelings I was feeling about her passing. Yeah. And it just started to translate into, you know, maybe she's right. This is a part of me. This is actually something that I'm good at, I enjoy, mm -hmm. and it gives me therapy. And any, any musician I've worked with always says music should be your therapy. It should. And if it stresses you out, stop making it. Oh. So <laughs> until it starts stressing me out, I'm going to continue okay. using this voice. What was your mom's name? My mom's name was Janice Lee Brown. Janice Lee Brown. We yes. want to acknowledge her because I know that she's proud. I've only known you for probably 30 minutes. I um, really and I feel proud that. vicariously. Thank that said, with the message of use your voice, especially all of us who are facing speechlessness in this day and age with everything that is going on, that's a very powerful message, so thank you for that. I would like for you to use your voice to introduce us to all of these beautiful oh, yes. people who are supporting you in this journey. Yes. Right now. So on a backbone, we have David Frazier Jr. Hey, David. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. On bass, we have Dominic Masana. Hey. Hey. Yeah. On keys, we have Miss Kala Brave. And on um, background vocalist, we have Miss Afi Bijou. Hi, Afi. And we have Olutayo Bosede. Yes, Olutayo. <laughs> and, I mean, more than vocals, they got the, like, yes, yes. the interpretive oh, movements. Yes. As well yeah, as we can tell. We can tell. So, you are from DC. Mm -hmm. And I want to know DC has a very rich music and uh, art scene. Um, Tell us a little bit about the transition from D.C. to Brooklyn mm -hmm. and what that was like as you the person, right, but then also you the artist. Um, well, I, I ended up out here because I went to SUNY Purchase College. Oh, okay. um, I was in the Conservatory of Dance for uh, four years, mm -hmm. and I was training hard in dance, and I had a lot of friends that I made there that were from here. Mm -hmm. So they got me in early with, like, the whole game of, like, auditioning and, like, doing all these things, and I was like, okay. You know, and these are things we have available in D.C., but not in abundance like we have yeah. here. So I got, like, the bug of that really quickly. Like, I got addicted to, like, oh, I love this hustle of like audition get money audition get money sing perform get money have fun you know so I just stayed here I was like why am I gonna go back home when I've like figured out all these things I can be doing these all these areas I can use for people to see what I do so I've just been here and all my friends are still my college friends and like yeah. new friends I've met on gigs and things we've created so 
It's been amazing. I love New York. I Audition, love get money. Audition, get money. Because Brooklyn reminds me of D.C. That's actually oh, what that's really made me settle here. Really? Because when I go to the Bronx, I feel like I'm in New York. I go to the city, I'm in New York. I go other places, yeah. I'm like, ah, I remember I'm not home. talk about yesterday. Okay. Some yes. of you don't know where I'm going with that. Where I am going with that is yesterday is the name of an EP mm -hmm. or a tentative title perhaps yes. that of a project that you're working on. Yes. It's also the name of uh, a docu-series on the web that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about those two things. Okay, so yesterday is a live EP um, that I worked on with some of the people up here on and um, you know we go back and forth with ourselves when things are ready, when things are so ready, when things are so ready. And mm -hmm. I swear I'm trying to tell my crazy self, it's just, just put it out there. You know, yeah, sometimes yeah. as artists, you just mm -hmm. over, overthink mm -hmm. everything. Um, so the EP is going to drop soon because I am dropping, you know, my release on it. But um, yesterday is really about a day in the life kind of of Rue Brown. And um, just going through the things I hear um, externally, the things I'm feeling internally, um, and just expressing them. Mm -hmm. And the way that I wanted to get people involved in the project was to do the web series that I started mm -hmm. yesterday, which is basically following my crazy self around, mm -hmm. seeing things through my eyes, um, my friends, the musicians I work with, rehearsals I'm in, just randomness, you know, because we're so in a place now in um, community that we love being more part of each other's daily life. So I thought, let me open the doors and well, well speaking know. of that and being a part of each other's life and then echoing these, the sentiment of uh, this reality TV generation mm -hmm. that we're in. Let's talk about your name, Rue. Mm -hmm. um, for many people, it'll sound reminiscent of another Rue from Hunger Games, and many people would argue that we're living in a time that seems uh, kind of like a version of Hunger Games. I'm not claiming it. I'm not claiming it. I'm not claiming <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but you know, these are things that people are thinking about. Where did you get the name? I mean, what does the name mean for you? Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, the name came to me in a dream oh. shortly after my mom passed. And I saw it written down as R-U, a long, like as if it was a long U, and brown. Okay. And I remember calling my dad and my, my grandmother, my great-grandmother's name is Ruby Brown. Oh. And I have a lot of uh, cousins who always say I act just like her. They're like, oh, you act just like Ruby. Um, and honestly, my mother's favorite color was red. So I saw it as all these signals like, whew, maybe I should go with this. And I remember asking friends, and they're kind of like, I don't know, it sounds kind of whatever. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to go with it. So. Yo, let's go with it. it Rue was pretty it, badass. It landed on me. I didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth, Plymouth Rock, Rock landed that's on me. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This next song is called Nina. And um, the reason it's called Nina is because I'm so heavily inspired by Nina Simone. I'm sure a lot of us are, but she was so incredible. And um, she has these lyrics that she used that she said she's okay except when soft rains fall and I can't tell you how young I was that that attached to me that I understood what kind of sentiment that meant so this song I included that and that's 
sentiments of Nina. Yeah. Of course I have. Well, well, of course I have. a little bit of jazz, soul, hip-hop. She calls herself eclectic and soulful. We just heard ooh-ah and then an ode to Nina Simone called Nina. Nina Simone, classically trained pianist, composer, vocalist, activist, and everything woman, Obia woman. Um, let's talk about that song and like what that, what she has done for you and getting you to this moment here today. Um, just like you speaking of her now, it's just one can only hope to li live this life, leave it, and have people speak about them in that way and say that they really tried to touch every part of their spirit and that it was so honest. Nina was like not a proclaimed singer in her own right. She never said she was a singer. She wanted to just play the piano, but she had to get the rest of it out, right. you know? So mm -hmm. it's kind of like how I'm explaining to you earlier. It's like me getting something out mm -hmm. that, you know, there's a lot of singers who sing greater than me, you know, but I'm a person who's going to lay it real. Whatever I'm doing, I just want to lay it down real. And she just always reminded me that the, the realness is the important part, the spirit of what you're doing, and not always how you're going about it, just as long as you make sure you leave the spirit where it needs to be at. So that's my whole goal, and so that's why Nina is such a big influence on me. The, what'd you say, the realness is, well, we just, the realness, let's leave it yeah, at that. The realness, <laughs> all things the realness. Uh -huh. um, so let's talk about the realness of the journey. So it starts with being a trained dancer and then having to transfer that into the vocals and being able to carry them both well. What was that transition like for you and how does being a dancer help you with what you're doing now? Um, I'm still transitioning. Okay. I'm still amongst these amazing musicians and just watching and learning and just trying to be better every day at something. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting to step here amongst people who have, you know, like I was well, um, trained for a very long time to dance and the spiritual part of me loves to sing and mm -hmm. you know so I don't come from a trained singing background mm -hmm. so it's a bit intimidating sometimes you step you know who you who you're dealing with but I come with a, I have a lot of love and people who are trying to show me and guide me so 
to answer your question, I'm still transitioning, and I hope to be continuing transition until I'm out of here. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Because if you stop learning, then you stop something. Well, you've had you some know? good training in a lot of ways. You were uh, in Fela, mm -hmm. or in the concert Fela, mm -hmm. which concert is show. a spinoff of the actual Broadway piece, which comes from the Fela, another Black history, t Black timelessness yes. moment. <laughs> um, Fela Kuti. Um, talk about your relationship with Fela, the concert. I would never call myself an African dancer. But you know, I'm a, as black as they come. Okay. So I feel like, hey, but it's, it, it is what it is. You know, you get on gigs, you have people who, who love on you, they show you what the vibe is gonna be, and you just jump in the vibe. And that's something that I think I'm good at, is jumping inside of a vibe and just making it my own. So you have dance in your background, movement, choreography, singing, songwriting, um, and then the package comes together with the visuals. You've been inspired by Keith Haring, mm -hmm. Frank Keith Ape, Haring. Yeah. and another artist, contemporary artist, Tim Okamura, who yes. does beautiful portraits beautiful. of black and brown women. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk really, really quickly about the role of visual art for you. Um, it's something I'm terrible at. So I, I admire people who can sit and be that tedious about the details and making sure that they uh, pay real homage to what they actually saw. I think it's an extreme art of patience. It is. And um, I really respect people who have the patience to see something not be finished for five years. Right. You know, it's just like... But How we can argue, I mean, yeah. it is, it's super respectable and, and we also can argue that you're painting pictures with your presence and with your words at least. That's what it seems like the audience is responding to as they're grooving in the audience. Um, let's talk about behind the scenes. So we, we know that you're obviously wonderful in front of the camera, but you do some stuff behind the scenes as a producer. You have a project where you do a jam session called Aura Sessions at Bowery Electric, which is really important way of bringing community together. Talk to us briefly about Aura Sessions. Um, Aura Sessions is something I created when no one was hiring me. And I was determined to not sit still, and I was determined to meet more people, to create more opportunities for them and myself. And um, also, I was really just starting to get into music at the time, so I really wanted to be able to have as much practice area as I could, and be able to jam with people and, and relate and just build with people. And that's exactly what we did. And these two gentlemen especially helped me out every week. They're the backbone of the band. They have a band called Family Tree. So they are the backbone. My sister here has been with me since four venues back, you know, just hold it down family. All of us up here, we're all really good friends. Yeah. So we just have created this community and it's growing, you know, and just out of just the honesty of just wanting to have something for people to come to and come share. And yeah. Shout out to Family Tree. Yes, shout out um, to Family Tree. And message, when no one is hiring you, create. Create your own name. <laughs> create. Everybody give it up for that. Yeah. There's lots of artists in Brooklyn who are mustering up everything that they have, whatever machinery, whatever instruments they do or don't have, whatever voice they have to put stuff out into the world. Um, when can we look forward to another pro project from you? And what would that project be about, especially in, in context of everything going on in the world? 
Um, yesterday is going to be the, probably the first project I release officially. Um, like I said, it's going to be a live project, um, and it's shaping up real, real nice. So Do I'm we have a time frame, that. or we want to stay away I'm from that? I'm going to stay away from time okay. frame. It makes I, me anxious, yeah. but uh -huh. it will drop uh -huh. very soon. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, that we have or sessions is every first Wednesday of the month at the Bowery Electric. So our next one is the first. Okay, all of us will be there. We jam. Or sessions is the first month. First Wednesday, Wednesday of, of every, every month. month. Yeah, Bowery and we always Electric. have featured artists that mm -hmm. we invite to come okay. through and then we jam at the end um, we usually have multimedia things going yeah. on artists painting people dancing mm -hmm. we're trying to make it not just a musician it hub but an artist anyway. hub. no longer will I sit on the edge of this contemplating these things returning to myself today and maybe one day we can be cool and maybe one day we can be friends and maybe one day we can have the answers We can both be better cause of this And maybe one day we can be cool And maybe one day we can be friends And maybe one day we can have the answers We can both be better cause of this, yeah I take back all the insecurities I built I take back all the messed up things that I said when we were mad. You know I never meant to break you down like that. I love you more than that, baby. Here's the power I redeem myself. Take back all the insecurity. Ease my mind. I turn to a place where I can give me all your love, baby. No This is a song I've had for about three years. Um, I wrote it in my house after some crazy thing was going on on TV. Which, which crazy thing? Girl. You could just pick one. We picked, let's just talk, pretend Trump was already on TV oh, okay. three years ago. So something. Wait, who? Trump. <laughs> yeah, we don't acknowledge. But um, it was something like that that just drew it out of me. I remember writing this song really quick and I was just like, Okay, that's how I felt, you know? And I think we jammed on it. Didn't we like jam on this? Sean um, had a beat actually that he okay. that I wrote to. That's what happened. I and wrote then the to beat got beat. transformed into yeah, this Yeah, we translated live it live. What about the message? Like, uh, obviously, we can have some clear takeaways, but maybe let's say this. What's your big message? Mm. I would say let your spirit guide you. Like, really just do what you know you intend to do. And what does that mean now, mm. in the state of the world, everything that's happening, let spirit guide you? So now it's very important to uh, stand where you stand and know where you stand and um, to not be led by the troubles of the world, really, to just let, you know, say like, this is how I feel, this is what I intend to do, this is what I intend to give to people mm -hmm. and do that. Because right now, people are wishy-washy. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to feel. They don't know who to run to and tell how they feel and how they feel so set aside and how they don't feel heard. And just like we were saying, when there's no opportunity to be heard, you have to create one. You have to really let your, your real spirit intentions like guide you to the next moment. Because if you, if you trust the other people around you, you might be being led to the left, you know? So mm -hmm. I would say to, to everybody, just trust yourself. Or to the right. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, when there's no space 
to be heard, create one. Create it. Mm -hmm. And then the message that began all of this was to use your voice, which we got from your mama. Your mama. That Shout said. out to Janice. <laughs> Give it up for Rue Brown one more time. To DJ Budge, who did his thing in the stoop. And all of the fiery artists out there who strive in their own way to keep the flame of soul music alive. For those of you who need to catch your breath, don't pause for too long because there's way more B-side to digest. Stay tuned for future episodes and check out past ones on Brick TV's YouTube channel using the hashtag BsideBK. I am your host, Queen God is wishing us all an enlightened Black History Month and beyond. And we want to send a special RIP to former B-side guest musician, John Cave. To the good music and great artists out there keeping us lit and lifted, Brooklyn And everyone is preaching, but no one takes the blame. Misguided instruction, corruption, it all tastes the same. And how can there be justice when there is no peace, no harmonies left to sing? The B-Side Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Cole, Roe Johnson, and Sasha Mathias. Recorded by Onel Mulet and edited by Kyrell Palmer. For more information about B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, check out brickartsmedia.org slash radio.